Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. Here's my official response to yesterday's interview on WABC radio here in New York with Rita Cosby and the former disgraced governor of New York. When it comes to nursing homes, he continues to lie and gaslight and not take any responsibility or accountability of what happened to over 15,000 seniors here in New York, including my husband's parents. Um, There was no pushback during the interview. He continued to blame everybody else except the man that signed the order for 46 days to flood nursing homes with over 9,000 COVID-positive patients. It was disgraceful. It was hard to listen to. He rambled on. Rita Cosby barely pushed back on him. So it was just more of the same. So Curtis Sliwa is now on this program four mornings a week. And why is that? Because I think he's great. Legend, icon, guardian angels does a great job here noon to one every weekday, all weekend long. And during our conversations yesterday in between the migrants, which we'll get to today as well, we mentioned this uh, Cuomo interview yesterday. And you said flat out, if the governor doesn't apologize, then that's it. Uh, almost like you were giving him one more chance, even though you and I are both on record calling Governor Cuomo a lowlife, a scumbag, a murderer, all those horrible things. And they all apply, by the way, all of them. And I listened. I know you did. And I didn't hear any of that, not even close. In fact, I will tell you that when it came to crime, bail reform, nursing homes, it was a disaster. In, in fact, at one point, he blamed Floyd and Neely. And I was hoping and praying at that point, Rita was going to say, well, wait a second. If you have such a problem with mentally ill people in this city, why, Mr. Governor, did you shut down all the mental hospitals? Right, she didn't know. do that. When Andrew Evilize Cuomo was first selected, we had 30,000 beds in our state mental health facilities. Presently, we have 3,000. Right. Most of those were cut during his years in office. He is responsible. But... I will tell you this, three strikes and you're out in baseball. His first appearance on WABC actually was with Cindy Adams. People don't realize that. And, you know, uh, I didn't want to find out who he was stooping. You know, that was Cindy Adams' big thing. Who are you stooping now? Okay, enough of that. Then John gave him an opportunity Friday night. This guy wouldn't apologize. He had fake calls coming in with that. Who is that? Mary, I know, Schlavo, that... That, 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 Savo, right, yeah. that producer yeah. of uh, yeah. the podcast that nobody <laughs> listens to, she was handling the calls. It's got, come on, what is this? And then he gets into the ring with Rita Cosby. I must tell you, I would never have gone at him for being the g- governor chief perf in Albany for the first 20 minutes. Enough of that, Rita. I mean, the problem- have gone right to the right. nursing homes, right to no bail, and keep it there for the first half that, hour. That's all we care about. I mean, to be honest, the women stuff. And look, I, I, I'm always very, very sensitive to those stories. And I agree with the women 99% of the time. But I actually believe this was taxes for Al Capone, right? This was selling merchandise in a Vegas hotel for O.J. Simpson, right? The, the, the bigger crime was not that he kissed some lady at a wedding or touched some girl or Lindsey Boylan, of all people. So of all the things he did to me, that's a waste of time. I agree with you. A complete waste of time. So I wouldn't doubt 
that people were tuning out. They don't want to hear that. That's not. You go for the prime cut. You don't go for the garnish. That was the garnish on the plate. People wanted the meat and potatoes. The meat, long-term nursing homes, 16,000 dead people. Most of them unnecessarily. That's number one. Number two. No bail. He signed it into law. He never He never said, I'll veto that. I'll stand up to you. No. He well, capitulated. He did, but Melissa DeRosa once said to me that he thought when he did it, he was getting the dangerousness clause, which he didn't get, which would have made a big difference. Oh, come on. I know. I'm with you. Come I'm with on. You. And by the way, Melissa DeRosa, remember she had that Zoom meeting with all the legislators well, we had to lie to the federal government about how many dead elderly people there were because we were afraid the federal government was going to sue us. Right. Now, she comes on this station from time to time. She should have to apologize for that. She admitted that they lied about the dead elderly people. Well, she's got a brand new book coming out, and I believe it comes out in October. And according to her, there is a lot of honesty in the book, but we won't know. What about Cuomo? Hell no. You know she's not going to write out Cuomo. No, I mean, I I think they're probably still good buddies. I don't know that, but that's my guess. Of course they are. Come on. You know how the Cuomos operate. It's the sixth family of organized crime. (laughs) I've known each and every one of them. Remember, Fredo, Chris Cuomo, was my radio partner for a month. Yes, so Four 0 months. for 3. As far as you're concerned, Andrew Cuomo 0 for 3. Oh, my enough, God. Enough. Enough. That's it. No he thanks. stunk okay. out the joint. Our I agree. listeners yeah, don't want to hear him unless he does an Anthony Weiner. He falls on his sword. He apologizes. He shows humility. I was wrong. I made a mistake. If given the chance, I would never do it again. And a lot of people would say, okay, it took you a long time. But at least now we're open to you criticizing everybody else. Now he wants to be the go-to Oh, critic. yeah, now he's got all the answers. All the things he complains about, he was the architect of. He built it all. Now he wants to tear it all down. He's and a joke. he was so proud this was a sanctuary state. Right. He was so well, proud. He just said that a couple of days ago. When Eric Adams went to court to try to figure out a way to shed that, Cuomo was going, no, I'm proud for a sanctuary yeah, state. Sanctuary. And he called ice out. Now, to read his credit. She did question him on that. Yes, she did. Why did you call Ice Thug? Yeah, that was good. He he danced around that. Well, you know, they did some thuggish things. Never once said MS-13 with thugs. This guy is a fake, phony, fraudulent, fugazi hypocrite. Not exactly a profile of courage. That brings me to my next person. Yes. So I'm in the hospital yesterday visiting my my, uh, beautiful daughter, Ava. And she's doing okay, hopefully. I haven't spoken to her this morning yet. Danielle has. And I get a text from Laura Curran, our friend Laura. And she says, look, uh, George Latimer is looking for Curtis. He heard you on the show, and you and Curtis on the show this morning. And Curtis was saying he's going to all these beautiful towns in in New York and Westchester and Chappaqua. And George wants to, quote, unquote, set the record straight. So I said, good. Here is the number for the station. Curtis will be on 705 tomorrow morning. George can call in, and we can discuss it on the air. It is now 717. I have not seen a call. Oh, of course not, because he knows the first place I'm going to is Chappaqua, the <laughs> whitest suburb in America wave, and the lawn jockeys are white. 33 Old House Lane, the guest house of who? Bill and Hillary Clinton. Let them set the example. 
They claim they're a sanctuary county. It's a blue county. Do you realize if Westchester had voted for Congressman Lee Zeldin, he would be our governor now? Yes. Not Kathy Crimewave. We love the illegals. Anyone opposed them is a bigot. Yesterday, she called us all bigots. She's done it a million times. By the way, how did Rob Astorino win there? Oh, my God, because, hey, I went up, I supported him the first time against a guy named Spano, who was the Greek who had been the county executive. He lost the first race, won the second race. But let me tell you, Rob Astorino has been spot on, ahead of the curve, ahead of everybody, including me. Well, we I started, give credit started the credit whole thing. He, he was the first guy to reach out to Miranda Devine and say, you know, I see these illegals flying in in the middle of the night at Westchester Airport. And when I bring that up to Eric Adams... In the fight with Joe Biden, he never addresses well, that. Well, let me tell you something. He knows they were coming in at Queens because the buses were loaded. They went in the wrong direction on the Hutchinson Parkway with police escorts, bells and lights, and dropped them all off at 103rd Street in Corona underneath the number 7 train on the way to City Field. Eric Adams, you knew that. You didn't care. They dispersed because, remember, he's another guy who called ice stunk. Yes, he did. Just like Cuomo. So you also told me yesterday, after I was done telling you about George, a uh, uh, profile of courage up in uh, the Ramada in there in, uh, in, uh, in Westchester, you said, well, you're not going to believe this one, Sid. Right? I got friends who went to Albany, went to Buffalo, all these great party SUNY schools, Stony Brook, where they smoke a heck of a lot of weed. You said, you're not going to believe this, Sid. But when your friends go to a big, go, I don't know, a party, right, sorority party at one of those schools, the illegals are going to be knocking at the door. That's right. In Stony no. Brook, welcome the illegals. <laughs> My wife, Nancy, who also has been going in and out of the hospital. She's in uh, some tough situations, but she's still doing the research. I'm playing for it. She her. heard that yesterday. I informed her. I said, you know, Stony Brook. She said, are you crazy? What do you think? When I was a student there, she had to make 400 pizzas a day to feed the Chinese students who were coming in from Red China to, in order to pay her way through the college. She said, we walk around the campus. We don't want to be looking over our back to a bunch of illegal men, especially. You don't know if they're rapists, if they're pedophiles, if they're sexual assaulters. All of a sudden, you're having a party, a Tonga Tonga party, right? <laughs> and there's Diego there, you know. Trying to prove to you he doesn't suffer from erectile dysfunction in the middle of a sorority party going, more cerveza, more cerveza, please. This is crazy. And who did this? Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb. Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb shoving illegals into the campuses of SUNY. Now, what are they going to do when the students come back in August? What are they going to do? And, in fact, you can't evict them. 30 days, if you're in one place, you are legally a resident. You have to go to tenant landlord court. Sid, you know what it's like to go to tenant landlord court? Quantamine, <laughs> maybe two years. The judge will listen. And actually, he'll be a Democrat, liberal progressive and say, why do you want to take the illegal aliens off the campus? Why don't they do sweat equity? Cut the lawn, <laughs> wash the dishes, right. clean the shower stalls out. Let them earn their ability to stay there. What a crazy idea this is. Uh, two minutes to go. I know you listen to every part of the show right before you. Our mutual friend, the other side of midnight, Frank Morano, was on breaking down all these city council races. You're heavily involved in all of them, as you should be. You're the man in this city. I know of all, maybe you want Kelly Klingman to be Tiffany Caban, but in the next two minutes, give me the races that you're involved in and the ones we really need victories in. To Frank's credit, he indicated I won all those areas in the mayoral campaign as a Republican against Eric Adams. The big race, 13th, 
City Council District. My guy, George Havranak, has been there for like 40 years, community organizer. He was fighting the upzoning. Marjorie Velasquez is ultraditor. She stabbed all the neighbors, Democrats and Republicans, in the back. At the last second, she had a sit-down with Eric Adams and his staff, and she voted for upzoning against the inches. She could be taken out. George Havranak is the candidate. Look, Mike Rendino is the county chairman of the Republican. He's got his sister there. I've seen it twice. The woman does not know the issue. She might be a very fine lady, a fine mother raising her children. She works in the healthcare industry. But quite frankly, she knows nothing about the issues that affect Morris Park, Van Ness, Throg's Neck. I'm there. We're opening up a Ronald Reagan club there, Republican club. I love it. On what day? June 14th. Flash <laughs> On to victory with George Hav Havernack in the Republican primary June 27th. Oh, that's my guy then. As always, Curtis Sliwa. This is... I may even go five. Hey, I, wait, 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 I may to, go five. Yeah, what happened to George Latimer? Hey, Laura Curran, he wants to call up. You don't have to be his Maytag, Laura. <laughs> Let the guy show some coolions. Let the guy make his own call. You don't have to protect him, Laura. George Latimer, come out to play. I'm coming to Westchester Ooh. to scout locations in Armonk. In Larchmont, in Scarsdale, and in Chappaqua. For all the illegal aliens that you want, George, as a sanctuary county. I'm coming for you, George. Come out and play. Oh, straight from the movie The Warriors, which Curtis Sliwa knows too well. That's an amazing segment again. Everybody loves a Curtis Sliwa segment. So do I.